man feels so helpless. But there's nothing he can do. Since I can't give any money. And I told my wife, when it reaches one o'clock, we just give it. We'll keep coming until the money God intends for us to put on the petrol is finished. Because God must be knowing there's money in our pocket supposed to go to petrol. So we'll keep driving Nairobi Kajiado. Nairobi Kajiado. Once it's finished, we'll get our title. But for now, we'll wait until one o'clock. Because I was having a, a meeting. I used to work for another company. And I was having a meeting at two. Those days from Kajiado to Nairobi was exactly 60 minutes. So if I leave at one, two o'clock, I'll be in the meeting. So we're just praying. Just about five to 10 minutes, just before, before one o'clock. Somebody in the board head came. And then he, he said, Nanga, what are you doing in my office? I'm going to recognize you. It turns out it was a boy who was behind me at Alliance. These are now many years after Alliance. I couldn't remember him, but maybe because I was ahead of him. He could remember. He called me, Nanga, why don't you join me? Come to my office. I'm not still remembering him, but I followed him to the office. So it turns out he's the land destroyer there. So he's talking. We are trying to catch up about Alliance. He said, by the way, what brought you here? I am after a title. You mean to, those papers? That nanga in the papers is my is yours. Yes. Now it's already one o'clock. The girls were called before they left for lunch. What they could not do when they are paid, they paid. They did full. You know, they accurately did during their free time. They tapped my title during their free time because they were told no lunch until nanga's title comes out. So I went home with my title. That is who God is, isn't it? So the moment you don't have that utter commitment to working with the Lord at whatever cost, let's be clear. <laughs> no, there's no ministry. Don't bother with it. You're just a joker. So it would be very important to understand, and that's why I read this letter, to understand that these people are committed about nothing. They have a better reason to be committed, isn't it? But we don't, we seem to be so concerned about the worldly things that we do not. You know, he goes on, there is one thing which I am in dead earnest about, this student says, and that is the communist cause. It is my life, my business, my religion, my hobby, my sweetheart, my wife, my mistress. <laughs> And, and, we, and even my bread and, and meat. Is that who ministry is to you? Is that what Jesus Christ is to you? Or you are just told by your boyfriend, I'll drop you. And you Don't drop me, <laughs> you know. Because you see, getting married is so important to you, my sister, that you would, you would rather compromise to keep the boy. But this guy is saying, no, 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 no. If you're a girlfriend who doesn't care for communism, out. I have no interest in you. Because communism is my mistress, my wife, my sweetheart. Don't you know that even if this boy drops you, the manufacturer has not run out of materials. Where that good boy had some looking boy was manufactured, God is still at work. Am I communicating? That's why our commitment should be totally to God. He goes on to say <laughs> about this communism. I work at eight in the daytime and I dream a day of it at night. It told me 
uh, it's hold on me grows, not lessens. In other words, I'm more committed now than I was yesterday. You know, quite a powerful testimony. As time goes, therefore, I cannot carry on a friendship. <laughs> Before I can be a friend to you, do you love my Jesus? There's a chorus we used to sing if you came to our Christian Union in 1968, to the top 10. Anybody here who loves my Jesus? Anybody here who loves my Lord? I want to know, yes, I want to know if you love my it doesn't mean you don't deal with non-Christians, but you deal with them as a way of rescuing them. They are rich, but you don't have their money. You know, I was told by one of my political friends, <laughs> do not assume that every time you see pastors going to see the president, that was the Moyera, that they are, going, they are going to preach to him. No, in fact, he has understood them. He doesn't even make them waste a lot of his time. He says, what do you want now? Remember the pastors have something the president needs. But he knows they are not interested. The reason they have come there is for a church plot. And of course, he used to give them cash. I'm not communicating. So you need to come to where? A president. You don't go to him thinking of what he can give you. You go to him thinking of what Christ can make you do to help him. But a lot of rich people have a lot of Christian friends and pastors who do not challenge them with the gospel. This guy says, no, 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 no. I have total commitment. I cannot carry on a friendship, a love affair, or even a conversation without relating it to this force, which <laughs> drives and guides my life. I evaluate people. Against this, I uh, evaluate looks, I evaluate ideas and actions according to how they affect the communist cause. So whether we discuss economics or farming, it's always related with what pleases the Lord. I've already been in jail, this guy says, because of my ideals. And if necessary, I'm ready to go before a firing squad. So we don't have enough time in this first session. But I hope that challenges you about the three things I told you about. Because if those things are throwing you down, it's because you don't have this level of commitment. One leg is in Christianity, the other one is in business or somewhere. One leg is in Christianity, the other one is in traditions. One thing is Christianity, the other one is in immorality. You know, you either belong to the Lord fully or you don't belong to him at all. He's not interested in half, half of you. I told you last time, let me repeat it here. And women can better understand this illustration. You have a boyfriend. Then he tells you, I want to be honest with you. My ex-girlfriend was not a bad girl, but I'm not decided not to marry her or marry you. But once I marry you, 
in 365 days, please allow that one day only, one night only, I'll be with my ex. You are still have 364 days. Will you marry me? Ladies, what's your answer? But it's only one day. You have him for 364 days. Would you allow him? Remember, it's only one, one day. So do you think Christ calls the church his bride? And you, you are not even giving, you are not even giving, uh, taking away one day. You are taking three quarters of your time. And you think that God is so desperate, he can have one quarter. Please hear me. You are either all his or not his. I repeat, you are either all his or not his. The benefit, however, is for me to explain to you that after you have fought, you have sacrificed in such a big way, you look back and realize there was no sacrifice because of the benefits you get from walking with the Lord. If you came to my Form 1 class in 1968, I was shaky about my faith, but I was born again. 56 years later, I'm walking with the Lord. And I want to tell you, I have seen the benefit of walking with the Lord. I still intend to go to heaven, but have enough benefit here or not of walking with the Lord. I want to tell you clearly, walking with the Lord, you make no losses. But walking with the Lord will have a cost. The choice, are you willing to pay the cost? The community is saying, I'm willing to pay it. Why? I'll progress something that will save the world. You know, the communists believed that the world will be saved by communism. So they are willing to give everything so they can save the earth. Of course, it collapsed. Communism collapsed. We have something that will save the earth properly. Am I right? Yet we don't have that level of commitment. My prayer is that God's way, you, 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 in God's way, because there's only him who can actually do it, you are going to come to where you ask, am I really walking aright or not? You know, Ezekiel chapter 22, Ezekiel chapter 22, I read, I look for someone among them who would build up the wall and stand before me in the gap on behalf of the land. So I would not have to destroy it, but I found none. So I will pour out my wrath on them and consume them with my fairy anger, bring down on their own heads all they have done, declares the sovereign Lord. God was not looking for two people. He was not looking for one. But the requirement is that one would be willing to stand in the gap. I look for someone among them, among Kenyans, who would build, who would build up the wall and stand before me in the gap on behalf of the land so I would not destroy the land. So that I would not destroy the family. So they will not destroy the organization. So they will not destroy the business. 
so that I will not destroy the neighborhood. He's looking for one man who can study the gap. The requirement of the man, total commitment to God. May you be that man. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, we know we served you for many years, some of us, few others, but we know we are not serving you to the right standard. Lord, speak to us and rescue us from ourselves that we may be truly committed to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I don't know what to say. <laughs> is there a man? I believe that God is looking for a man. Uh, is looking for someone. And as many as we are here uh, over this weekend, we would say yes to him. I believe not only are we going to change, God is going to use us to change the community. He's going to use us to touch the nation. He's looking for just one man we can find. We pray that today as we just fellowship, as we reflect on what God is saying, we can be able to reach that point and say, yes, Lord. Or that song that says, I say yes, yes, Lord. I say yes, yes, Lord. Oh, I say yes, Lord. I say yes, Lord. I say yes. Yeah. Nasemandio, Nasemandio.